Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, guys, we got our monthly conference call that we're actually going to be televising live on Facebook Live. So I'll give everybody a few minutes to get uh, to get started here to hop on board. So it's 8.02. We'll, uh, we'll get started at about 8.04, 8.05. Trying to get the right angle here. All right, again, we're going to be starting here in about two minutes. Talking about being aggressive and relentless today. Well, in the interest of time, we'll go ahead and get started. So my name's Coach Mike. Uh, I'm here with Wrestling Mindset. You guys know who we are. We're coast-to-coast -coast mindset coaches. You see people like me and Gene Zanetti traveling all over the country, uh, speaking with clubs, teams in college, high school, youth programs, the Olympic teams, uh, at major tournaments, everywhere, everywhere you see us. Uh, we're spreading the same message about how to help wrestlers jump levels on the mat mentally, right? So, uh, like I said, this is normally our uh, this is normally our members only call, but we're gonna extend this invitation to everybody throughout Facebook. Uh, I hope 
you guys can see me well. Um, I know last time we had some issues with landscape over portrait. So today uh, we're going to talk about being aggressive and relentless, how important it is, how to measure it, how to fix issues, and how to elevate it. You know, in wrestling we talk so often about the importance of being aggressive, being relentless, but we don't really have a tangible way to measure it. So at Wrestling Mindset, you know, having a systematic curriculum to be able to develop mindset on and off the mat, we give wrestlers tools so that they can actually not only fix issues that are wrong, uh, but make their strengths freaky to build that, not just the thought process, but the tactical things that go into being aggressive, being relentless. So um, <clears throat> let's start with a definition. You know, what is aggressive and relentless? You know, for those of you that are members, you guys know that one of our principles is being aggressive and relentless, having uh, no fear of losing or making mistakes, being thankful for the opportunity to wrestle, never giving up, right? But being aggressive and relentless, really, what does that mean? We have an idea, but the way uh, the dictionary would define aggressive, it's characterized by or tending toward unprovoked offenses, attacks, invasions. Uh, militantly forward or menacing, making an all-out effort to win or succeed, vigorously energetic, especially in the use of initiative and forcefulness. So, you know, think about how that applies to the way that you wrestle, being aggressive. You know, your coaches have said it. You've heard your teammates say it. Go out there, be aggressive. But really, what does that mean? So dictionary defines it as that. Relentless. What is relentless defined as? The dictionary defines relentless as... An unyielding, severe, strict, or harsh force. So in wrestling, right, we got aggressive. Characterized by or tending toward unprovoked offenses. Okay, relentless, never stopping, unyielding. It's the sort of attacks, it's the sort of mindset, it's the sort of technicality that overwhelms another wrestler. Who are some people that are like that? You know, um... I'm sure you have your own definition. You know, you think of that Iowa style of wrestling that always moving forward. I know for me, you know, constantly attacking, moving forward, never backwards, imposing our will, uh, always looking to improve position and score regardless of our time uh, or the position that we're in or what the current score is. You could be up by 10 points, but that's not enough because you're still on the mat, right? You could be up by one point, constantly looking to extend that lead or five, seven, eight, nine points, okay? Never looking to be content with what the score is, right? <clears throat> so, who are your examples of aggressive wrestlers, relentless wrestlers? Um, for me, lately, it's been, I've really enjoyed watching Austin DeSanto. You can date this back to when he wrestled Justin Mejia at the Pittsburgh Classic, you know, formerly known as the Dapper Dan. And the way he approached that match was not with the intention of trying to win or not lose, right? We talk about focusing on the right things and you can be successful, okay? Um, it's tough to win when you focus on the wrong things. What are the wrong things? Well, the most important thing that would be incorrect to focus on is winning or not losing, right? What is more important to focus on? Number one, we've talked about this, focus on what you could control, okay? Number two, we're talking about uh, the importance of, you know, what, what what is in our control? Our effort, our attitude, and our aggressiveness. You've heard us talk about that before, okay? Um, you know, what's more important to focus on is beating the guy up, making him tired, improving our position, and scoring points. Those three things fall into the umbrella of being aggressive when it comes to wrestling, okay? So 
again, you know, when you're focusing on the right things, which in wrestling is being aggressive, wrestling favors the more aggressive wrestler. Let's take something simple, which we'll talk about here in a minute in our match evaluation. Um, something simple, scoring the first takedown. That's typically the more aggressive wrestler, right? 80% of matches are won by the guy that scores first. So it's more important for us to put our foot on the gas early, set the pace, control the race, and kind of try to feel somebody out. Think of, think of when you maybe scored the first point and that helped you set the pace for your matches. Think of the times that you did it. Maybe that, maybe that was reflective of a poor performance of yours. So back to DeSanto. When he wrestled Justin Mejia in the Pittsburgh Classic, he had no intention of just going out there to win by one or two. He overwhelmed Mejia with attacks. So, you know, we talk about, again, the definition of, a grant lit, uh, of uh, aggressive, unprovoked offenses, invasions, militantly forward and menacing. He did not stop attacking until he got what he wanted. And he got it over and over and over again until he scored. And then he scored again and again and again. And if he wasn't scoring, he was improving his position, right? We talk about, you know, the most important things to focus on, what you can control, and then, you know, constantly trying to break a guy, improve your position, and score points. If you watch that match with Mejia, he was uh, relentless in his attack. It was a fake, heavy hands, attack, 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 attack. He didn't stop moving forward the entire time. So eventually, Mejia, you could, you could tell kind of whether he legitimately gave up or not, he stopped fighting back. And when he took his foot off the gas and put it on the brake, uh, DeSanto put his foot on the gas and cruised forward. A match that could have been a point decision in, in one direction or the other became a blowout. You know, um, on paper, that match could have gone a very different way and DeSanto took it into his hands. So that's the importance of being aggressive, being relentless. Uh, another DeSanto match was, you know, Flo posted a 58-second tech fall of Mejia. Uh, not of Mejia, of uh, this is one of DeSanto's early matches this season. And it was him attacking with such relentlessness that the guy never even was able to start his offense. He was moving backwards constantly trying to defend. When you put someone on the defense, they're more focused on getting you off than they are on their own offense. Score first, score fast, score often. And if you're not scoring, you're at least trying to and improving your position, right? So what's another example of someone who was aggressive, who's relentless, that falls into something related to the sport of wrestling? Well. Think about it if you watch the UFC fight this past weekend, Khabib versus Barboza. That is one of the most relentless performances I've ever seen in mixed martial arts. That dude would come off the cage and jog to get back to his opponent and didn't stop moving forward. Never gave him a chance to even breathe. You guys understand what I'm saying? Think of how you can apply that to wrestling. Any sport, constant forward motion, never moving backwards, having that relentlessness, not just in your attacks, but your desire to improve your position, where you are on the mat, the score. That's exhausting for the other person. So part of that takes a, a good amount of cardio, right? If your cardio is not where it's at, well, you're not going to be able to really um, be a relentless wrestler. You're going to be conservative by default because you're trying to conserve your gas tank, okay? So cardio is definitely an important part. Again, you know, I'm not bragging on DeSanto. I just think he's a great example. You know, he talks about how his cardio is his best weapon. And I, I completely agree with that. His cardio most certainly is his best weapon because he's able to never stop attacking and those guys don't have a chance to breathe. All right? So who's your example? Who is your aggressiveness 
role model? Who's a person that you watch wrestling matches and you're like, I want to attack like that? Kyle Snyder's a great example. Kyle Snyder does not stop attacking. He doesn't mind taking chances, doesn't mind being scored on. Watches uh, match the World Championships. He didn't get scored on first, but he certainly was the first to make contact and try to score. Right? We're not always we're not always going to be successful in our attacks, but we'll be more successful if we're the ones constantly attacking, trying to take chances. Right? Think to yourself. Did you watch Jason Nolf's uh, little highlight that Flo posted? I guess it was the semis of Southern Shuffle. Um, He's doing things that we're not taught in wrestling. He's not afraid to take chances, but he's aggressive and relentless in his ability to take chances. Honestly, you know, doing jujitsu myself, I, I, I see what he did in that little highlight video more in jujitsu than I'd ever seen in wrestling if I'd ever seen it at all. Okay? I don't know if he trains jujitsu, but he's definitely down for being creative, but he's relentless in his attacks, no matter how unconventional they may be. Okay? So, not just. You know, being aggressive, being relentless, but willing to take chances, right? Jason Nolf was taken down twice in the Big Ten Finals this past year. And he said, you know, I'm not really worried about getting taken down. I'm just going to get up, score again. You know, I'm not afraid to take chances because I'm not afraid. To, and I'm not afraid to get scored on. Why? Because I'm just going to keep scoring. The guy's going to have to keep up with me. And I don't think he could do that. All right. So, again, we all have our idea of what aggressiveness looks like. But how do we measure that? How can we say you were more aggressive this match than another match, other than just our opinion, which could be subjective? Well, you know, for those of us that are members, we have something called a match evaluation. So I'll give you a little, little quick preview, right? One of our tangible tools, okay, to actually help you systematically develop your aggression, okay? It's not just a um, subjective view on, well, I think you took enough shots. I think you took enough chances. You were aggressive enough. Well, let's measure like in a yes or no question and being objective. That's how we can evaluate, fix issues, and then build it. Build upon where we were weak and then even build upon where we're strong, all right? So um, again, for the members, this is self-knowledge week five, okay? Again, in order to build, we must know where we stand. So where do we stand? So I'm going to read a couple of these little things here. So um, you know, the objective of the worksheet that we have is how wins and losses are deceiving. So we're going to determine the action qualities to focus on instead of the outcome. So instead of focusing on whether we win or lose, right? Because think of it. How many times have we won but wrestled poorly? How many times have we lost but wrestled really well? So maybe if we focus on our performance, our effort, our attitude, and our aggressiveness, we'll be more successful in making even mid-tournament adaptations. Well, yeah, I got taken down last match with this twice and I didn't get off bottom. Well, technicality is important, right? But maybe, you know, you can make more gains quickly by focusing on the things that are, you know, directly in your control, your effort, your attitude, your aggressiveness. So what does that look like? You know, in, um, in neutral, being aggressive is taking the first shot. You know, we call it drawn first blood, like in war. Okay? Are you moving forward all match? Again, watch someone who you think is aggressive. They don't take many steps backward. They're relentless in their motion forward. That Iowa style, okay? It's no different than in MMA when you're looking at people like, uh, you know, Khabib this past weekend. He was jogging to get back to his opponent to let him know, hey, you can either give up or I'm going to keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. 
right? So moving forward, super important. Um, you know, any girls that are on this call or people, you know, that coach girls or, or have enough respect to listen to what I'm about to say that with regards to girls wrestling is uh, Helen Maroulis' coach is uh, Valentin Kalika. I had the pleasure of spending a week with him at the Olympic Training Center. Uh, he was my roommate, learning from him. And he told me, you know, in his Ukrainian accent, telling me how wrestlers should never move backwards, not even in a snap. They should still move forward. Every, every step should be forward. Everything that they do should be forward, never backward. So if that's the core philosophy behind a coach that's worked with people like Helen Maroulis, Aaron Pico, and lots of other successful wrestlers throughout the world, I, mean, I think that's something that if you don't already take stock into, maybe listen to him if you don't want to listen to me. Okay? Um, always moving forward. Did you do that? Yes or no? Okay? Were you aggressive taking several full shot attempts? Okay? Half shots don't really count. Are you legitimately trying to score? That's something that uh, Kyle Snyder talked about, how in the World Championships when he lost, he said, I was sorry, in the World Championships when he won, he said, even if I lost, I would have been happy with my effort. So when you give a full effort, you're constantly trying to improve your position and trying to score. Okay, it's super important to think about here, right? Are you aggressive taking several full shots or, you know, in a, in a six minute, seven minute period, are you taking 10, 15 attempts to score or did you maybe shoot three times? Okay, again, being able to answer yes or no so that you can objectively evaluate and improve. All right. So uh, top. Well, actually, I uh, left one off in neutral. Is it your tie or no tie? If you consider yourself an aggressive wrestler, are you going to sit in somebody else's tie ups? Probably not. Right. That's not going to be something that, that you want to do. You want to dictate the pace. You want to dictate the place. You want to dictate the uh, where the match takes place, how the match takes place. You don't want to be in a collar tie. Aggressive wrestler is going to clear it and look to score. The non-aggressive wrestler is going to sit in those ties, right? Or maybe they're going to clear it and not score. The aggressive wrestler sees every opportunity, sees every position in wrestling as offense. And it's not defense. Offense and counter-offense. You put me in a front headlock, I'm looking to score. I put you in a front headlock, I'm not looking to stall, I'm looking to score. Right? Your tie or no tie. On top, you know, are you looking to get the first move every single time? Are you the guy that wins the whistle? Or do you maybe not win the whistle and you don't get to start the race? I'm sorry, uh, control the pace, control the race. Okay? You know, are you looking to turn and pin your guys? Or are you just happy to ride them out? So, this is something that I talk about a lot when I work with teams. And, um, you know, Penn State are known to be pinners. They'll settle with a decision. Okay? Most of us, right, we're happy just winning a match. So we'll settle with a close match or a close loss. We'll be upset, you know, if we lose. Penn State's goal is to pin people. They want to put people away. Right? So they'll settle with a major. They'll be upset with the decision. Right? And then they'll be very upset with a loss. Shoot for the moon, hope for the stars, right? So if our goal is to constantly try to pin somebody, we'll settle with riding them out. If our goal is to ride somebody out, we'll settle with them getting away. We'll settle with a reversal, okay? You guys, that's why it's so important, you know, you could talk about other topics like how to actually properly set goals, but it's all about what you focus on. Are you focused on putting somebody away or are you focused on not losing or trying to win? Because guys that are trying to put somebody away, they're, they're, they're looking to end the match throughout the entirety of the time they're on the mat. They're not looking to just hold on, okay? Um, <clears throat> mat returns, 
Okay, I feel like Matt returns over the last few years at the high school level, you know, are just not as um, not as utilized as maybe they used to be. How demoralizing is it to get Matt returned two, three times in a row? It makes that person not want to get up. Okay, you know the other way that you can do that? Just keep them flat. You know, I, I run a I run a wrestling club in Houston, and I talk to all my wrestlers all the time. I said. You know, keep somebody flat. Learn to keep somebody flat before you want to learn how to turn them, okay? If you can keep somebody flat and every time they come up, they get smushed back down, it's demoralizing. It takes their willingness to want to get up out of you. It's, uh, you know, it's the easiest way to break somebody or to start breaking somebody. Keep them flat. Keep their face in the mat too. You know, when I was little, they used to talk about, you know, make your, make your opponent eat the mat. Right, make them uncomfortable. Right, so make them so uncomfortable that they want to give something up. Those of you that are maybe watching this in the MMA community, you know, you make somebody so uncomfortable, so tired that they're want to, they're gonna want to give you something because they want to get out. Right, make a wrestler when your focus is on making a wrestler want to quit and breaking somebody. Winning is much easier. So again, when we focus on the performance factors, most importantly, our aggressiveness. When we're focused on trying to make somebody quit. Right? It's a lot easier to score. Jack Mueller was in my room this past year, uh, All-American from University of Virginia, made it all the way to the semis of the NCAA tournament, got hurt. And he, um, he talked about, I, I asked him, I said, you have the most tech falls in the NCAA. What's your mindset when you go out there? And he said, you know, my number one goal is to break every guy that I wrestle. Um, I, tech every, I tech people because once someone's broken, it's a lot easier to score points. So sometimes it takes a period or two to get there, but my goal is to break them so that I can rack up points much easier. Again, we could talk about this all day, but if you're talking about doing sprints, you're not getting any faster. So by doing mindset training, right, by becoming a member as part of, you know, the elite community of the wrestlers that we work with from, you know, Olympic level, Division One level, all Americans, national champions, all the way down to youth wrestlers trying to get, trying to focus on the right things. When you join our program, we give you tools, a systematic curriculum to develop this. Right, that's the difference. Good coaches, a lot of you are great coaches. We all talk about mindset all the time, okay? But having a system to develop it, right? Like this, having a system tools in place where even in a win, you can see places tangibly and tactically that you can get better, right? Now, in, in addition to this tactical worksheet, we have a, you know, a, a more so a, a thought process worksheet where, you know, we talk about the thoughts of, that we focus on when we wrestle our best and our worst, right? We, if you wanna have consistent performances, you need to have consistent thoughts and feelings as well as behaviors. So what I'm talking about here are the action qualities, to focus on in matches, we have another worksheet that focuses on just the common thought patterns, right? When we wrestle our best, you know, I was just with um, University of Central Oklahoma, uh, top 10 team division two, and you know, we're talking about what are the thought processes that bring out our best. You need to know that as much as you need to know the thought processes that bring out your worst. Why? It's the same reason you need to know the thought processes and the things that uh, bring, you, bring out the most aggressive version of you because you need to be able to replicate them. And when you're having those negative thought processes, you need to have a plan to get rid of those and replace them with something more positive, more relentless, more aggressive, okay? Back to what I'm talking about, these tactical things, okay? On bottom, you could be aggressive on bottom. I feel like that's so overlooked. I, I, I tell my kids in my club, you need to be looking to score five to settle with two points. 
right? If you're only getting out, if you're only getting out and getting one, you know, that's a, uh, that's kind of like, you know, hey, a win's a win, right? But that's not our goal. You got you to gotta make your goal to score five points. Be aggressive on bottom. Be relentless on bottom. What does that look like? Okay, yes or no. Are you getting the first move? Are you constantly moving? Are you that like fish out of water that hasn't stopped? Or are you the guy that's like holding on, trying to not get turned? Bottom is an offensive position. If you score five on bottom, do you understand how hard it is to get that back? Very hard. They're going to have to take you down and let you up X number of times. Man, I don't do math, so you can do the math for me. But if you get a five-point reversal on bottom because you didn't stop moving, you made that guy out of position or that girl, and you scored five points, not only are you in a dominant position now, you're, it's very difficult to beat you. If you get a takedown to the back, let's say two and two, you're up four nothing, right? You can't turn them in the first period, or maybe you do. Let's say you get a two count, you're up six nothing. Right, then you go on bottom, get a five-point move. You're looking at 11-0 or maybe 11-1, 11, you know, 11 to a few. If you treat every position aggressively and relentlessly and you know the actual factors to focus on, you'll be way more successful than if you know 100 moves. It's not just about technique. It's about the performance factors. All right? Um, constant movement, not finishing periods on bottom. You know, these are the ideals of being aggressive in each position, being able to have these tools to tangibly uh, measure in a yes or no setting, in a yes or no question, right? I'll read through a couple other things that aggressive wrestlers typically um, will embody. They never quit. They work hard the entire time, they're not lazy. Aggressive wrestlers are not lazy, they're constantly attacking. They don't have their hands on their knees, right? Um, Aggressive wrestlers, they wrestle hard by the out-of-bounds. Are you the guy or the girl that gets to the out-of-bounds and takes a deep breath? Or are you the guy or the girl that sees that as an opportunity to score and make them uncomfortable? Are you the guy or the girl that, uh, towards the end of the period, that's your opportunity to chill? Or are you the wrestler that uh, takes that as an opportunity to put their foot on the gas, to end each period with a bang? I feel like fighters do that really well. When they hear that 10-second bell, that's that thought process of, like, I really got to win the judges over. So well, let's take that into wrestling too, All right? Um, attitude, right? Aggressive wrestlers don't care about what's on the clock, what the score is or how much time. Aggressive wrestlers are just gonna keep attacking. That's it, okay? They're focused on their next attack. They're focused on their moves, not the other person's moves, right? They're focused on making the other guy tired, not whether or not they get tired, okay? Um, Aggressive wrestlers, they have that great composure, right? They have a composure that even if they are tired, you can't tell, right? They have that, I'm going to keep coming forward. Uh, nothing's going to stop me, whether it's a bad call or they make a mistake. Think about it, guys like Jason Oak. They get taken down, they just score the next point. They get back up and do it again. Make sense, guys? All right. So that's kind of you know what I, I wanted to give you some thought processes and and some things where you can actually measure um, what it looks like to be aggressive because we talk about it all the time but we don't have the tools to actually measure these things so um, <clears throat> if you're not already on our program right you can either email us uh, Facebook Instagram Twitter or like I said go to the website sign up for a free trial 
Okay, uh, we got coaches all across the country looking at 50 plus coaches ranging from Division One national champions like Nashawn Garrett, you know, to a lot of very talented, passionate coaches and wrestlers. Um, you know, it's been it's been amazing as a as a mindset coach to watch the impact not just on wrestlers but on teams and families. So, if aggressiveness is something that helps you, right? Some other ways that that we use to build aggression, we help you create an alter ego. Okay? We help you deal with stress and release that aggressiveness and flip that switch because we teach you how. We don't just tell you to flip the switch, we teach you how. Okay? There's lots of these tools to teach you, I mean, to enhance or unlock that ability for you to be aggressive and relentless. Um, but those only come by being members. So we give you a lot of great information in this uh, in this. Um, monthly call. Like I said, usually this is for our members only. We decided to share it with you all tonight as we're getting ready for, you know, these uh, great Christmas tournaments. Okay. Um, I hope you guys got some value out of what we talked about tonight. I hope you took some notes. If you did take notes, uh, feel free to either message me or message us on, on uh, Facebook or Instagram. We love seeing, you know, you guys soaking up the information that we're talking about. Um, we're all really passionate about this, so to see you guys passionate about it uh, gets us really excited. And <clears throat> lastly, you know, if, again, if you have any questions about the program, I want you guys to, uh, or, or, or you feel like you need that mental edge, I want you guys to reach out to us, okay? It's not too late, right? There's no better time than right now, all right? So we'll finish off, you know, we have four principles that we live our, that we uh, uh, drive our mindset code through. And this is what we have our team say before and after every practice, uh, before and after every workshop, and I encourage my individual to do the same thing. And those are being thankful for the opportunity to wrestle, being aggressive and relentless, having no fear of losing or making mistakes, and never giving up, okay? Again, Coach Mike, um, thanks for joining us. Be sure to join us next month Members only, it'll be back to the uh, conference call every first Tuesday of every month. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Best of luck this season. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.